Okay, so we have Masechek Tubot Tafpei Gimel. We start in Yuperik Akotev Leishto. As I mentioned today, with now Motzer Shoshana. So today was Shoshana of Tafshin Pei Gimel, and we're starting Tafpei Gimel. So it should be a good sign. Please go. We should have a good year for all of us. So Mishnah starts off Akotev Leishto Dinu Dvarim. The person gives a start to his wife, and he makes Dinu Dvarim. What's Dinu Dvarim? And which he has an agreement with her. And he says to her. He says, I've got nothing to do with your assets. Right? So in other, in other words, these, uh, right, these assets, I suppose, Nixa Melog that she brings in, I want not, I have nothing to do with them. So the Mishnah says, So even though he wrote this, I've got nothing with your assets, still, Tanakam says, while she's alive, he eats Peirot. If he mate, and if she dies in his lifetime, Yosha, he inherits her. Mishnah says, "Wait a second, Imkan Lama Katavadin Rudvari, Eni Benichsaich." So, what did it mean then that he wrote this? Eni, uh, I've got nothing to do with your assets. Eni Benichsaich. So, Mishnah says, "What's the reason?" Is Shei Machra Unetana Kayam. Mishnah says that therefore, because if she would sell these assets or she'd give them as a gift to somebody, the 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 the, the, the transaction would 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 exist. Well, she's still got the rights. We'll see how the Amud, the Rashi explains nicely, the three aspects of a husband's rights to his wife's, to his wife's assets. We'll get to that later on. Now the example. Katavla dinut varimiratsu like this. So now he adds, not only I haven't got big, I have no rights to your assets, or to the fruits of the assets, right? The 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 says that he can't eat Benefits from the fruits while she's alive. Vimeta, and if she does, he's still yours, she still inherits her. Rabbi Yudha, the other disagrees. The reader says, Rabbi Yudha says that she always, he always eats. We'll see in a moment, the Mishnah will discuss over the Amud what Pire Peirot is. Rabbi Yudha says he always eats, she always, he can always benefit from the fruits until he writes as follows. I've got nothing, no rights to your assets. And their fruits, and the fruits of their fruits, add olam forever. So until he writes this, he's no way that he can. He, he actually relinquishes any rights that he has. We'll see just now. The mission discuss is the necessary to say ad olam etc. We'll see all those things just now. In third example, katavla dinot varim. If he writes into the star, any benichsayich uve perotehen uve pire perotehen. While you're alive and while you're dead, Tanakama says, He can't eat any fruits while she's alive. However, the Meta, sorry, not however, and likewise, He doesn't inherit her either. On this, Rabbi Shumim Gamliel says, No. Shumim he always inherit her. Why? Because this, the rights, of a husband to inherit his wife from a nichsemelog, that's a din in the Torah. He says that's a jarakatov. Look at Rashi Avia. Shematnei amashlu b'Torah, the ksava yushat abal doraita, because the Gemara understands that the, that the rights of a husband to inherit his wife is doraita. V'abatru nafkami haika they learn from the shayro akarov elav mishpachto b'yeshotah. There's extra ribuy over there. And by yarish ota, Rashi says in Teira, she is choreshet shayro v'shayr zoishto. Now the Rashi says, don't think it's the other way around. I'll leave out the Rashi there. But bottom line is that's the Jarakatu. And he says, therefore, you being matne amashikatu Torah, 
and says Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, "V'chol ha'matne he quotes a Gemara over here from Masech Kiddushin. Anybody who makes a condition against Mashiachatu b'Torah, na'ol b'tel." In other words, we ordered Harsinai. We said, "Nasev nishma." We accept the condition of the Torah, and we can't now start making na'im that are against the Torah. That you can't do. So it would seem from this that an ANC is, uh, uh, you, you can't have an ANC, you can't have a pre So now your question is, uh, let, me, let me focus your question. Your question should be then, I agree with you, is how come then he can make a tonight not to eat the payrot? Which that is maybe more a question of the ANC. Because at payrot, he's saying, the Mishnah says there that if he says, so then he can't even eat the fruits whilst they're alive. But one second, is it entitled to the, to, the, to the income from the generate from the assets as well? So we'll see later on that that seems to be a Durabanan. That's a Takana of Durabanan, where the Yerusha is a, is, a, is a Doraita. So according to this, it would work out. That on all the Durabanans, that Chachamim Metake and things, even in favor of the woman or in favor of the husband, there you can make a Tznai. It's not called Matnei Amashkatul Torah. But things are in the Torah, you can't. So an ANC, uh, an ANC, and if he would agree that he's not going to inherit the stuff, so we'll see as well later on in the Duff, and it will depend when he did it. If he makes the agreement before he marries her, then he hasn't yet actually being zocher to the assets. And then you can abandon your rights to something you haven't yet obtained. If you're already married, and now once you've done the nisuin, the marriage is consummated, consecrated, then you become an owner of those. Now you can't give them up. So the ANC is an anti-nuptial contract before they actually make the nisuin. So before the nisuin, it's not called a tznai, because when is it yours? Once you've married her. If you made the decision before you got married, then it's not called matna mashkudul drab. We will see it coming, coming a little bit clearer later on in the Gemara, but good questions. Okay. So we saw in the Mishnah, the Mishnah says, Hakotevle ishto dinudvarim. He writes to her dinudvarim. Rabbi Chia had a little bit different version. Tan Rabbi Chia, Rabbi Chia learned, Gemara brings Rabbi Chia, we see it in Davkuv Bet in a couple of Dapim Tam, in Nanda Dapim Tam. He says, not ha-kotev le-ishto, but he says, Rabbi Chia ha-omer le-ishto. Look at Rashi. V'lo tani kotev, as far as he does it, has it be written. Da-ashminan de-ba-amir ba-amen ha-misalik. Nafshe v'lo shum kinu l-ktiba. He says, Rabbi Chia, even if he just says it, doesn't have to actually write a star, but he just says to his wife, listen, I'm not having any hand in that. That's already good enough to extricate himself from, from the rights to have, uh, to have uh, from her assets. So the Gemara is a question, okay, very nice. My have So the Gemara here now. Look at Rashi. What's the bottom line if he writes these things? And the Gemara says, What if he just says it? So because because why, why, why is it a question? The Gemara says, We learned in the Gemara, the Gemara quotes over here, later on, we'll see it in, in, in uh, I said, Kuf given in 10 days' time. So Kuf is actually 20 days' time. But in 10 days' time, we'll see. A person says to his friend, not to his wife. Rashi says, yeah, for example, they're partners in a field. One of them says to his friend, right, one of these, you're going to see now one of these languages, one of these quotes, whether he says it written or he says it orally. And this is the example that he says. Right? 
din v'dvarim, ain't li al sarizo, I don't want him to do this field. Or v'ain't li esik baga, nothing to do with this. Or v'yadai mishlakot bim edam, removing myself from anything to do with it. The Gemara there says, lo amar klum, he couldn't do anything. The ain't, look at Rashi, the ain't kandashon matana. None of these lashon are actually giving something to somebody there, or talking about himself. I don't want anything to do with this. I'm removing myself from it. I'm not a partner in this. That's not called giving up your rights. Giving up your rights means you actually give them to somebody else. You've got to say, Hare, ani no sheli, or sheli, or kachet sheli, or It seems like, like in a bit of a longest type of lashon, that it's the difference between the din and the gavra and the chefza. You, at the moment, it's ain't li, me, the gavra. It's got to, actually, the focus should be on the chefza. The field is yours. Take the field. It's got to be the lashon of giving, of matana. The Gemara is over here. Exactly, it's, it's meaningless. What? Meaningless. So, in other words, an oral agreement is meaningless. Even a written agreement, if it doesn't, if it's not written properly. So, when you say like this, you say, "God, to woman, ain't li benichsayich." I don't want anything to do with your assets. It's like saying, "I'm removing myself." That's not called lashon matana. Lashon matana is when I give you something, not when I say I don't want something. The Gemara is saying, "How come there it didn't work at all?" And yet here, when the guy says, Andy I have nothing to do with your assets, and we seem to say that it works. And yeah, with the matan, it works. You see, here comes your ANC. There's a difference when you do it or you write it before you marry, when you're still a betrothed. A person who's going to inherit a nachala, from somewhere else. Rashi, what do you mean from somewhere else? Rashi says, She'ena Yerushat Avotav. This isn't your familial uh, b- uh, birthright, like your, your uh, holding, right, in Israel. But let's say you inherit from an uncle, from another Nachala. Let's say you had an uncle who was in Shevet Dan, and you're in Shevet Yudah. And you like the last remaining b- uh, relative, so it comes to you. That's not your, you know, if it's your own Nachala, so that is yours, Binat Torah. It's meant to be passed down from father to son. You can't not want to be part of your nachala. But yes, from outside, Adam matnea le ashlo yirushina, he can say, I don't want it. Why? He hasn't yet got it. You notice? He hasn't yet got it. So I'm told, yeah, you haven't, not get, you, haven't, you haven't been married yet. You haven't yet got the rights of your wife. Then you can make that condition. Yeah, with these guys, they're already partners. With a woman, he's not, that, that's what can work in our mishnah because they aren't yet married. Ukan ravad amarava haomer yefshi betaknat chachamim kegonzo shom in lo. He said, like Rav says, like a person can say, I'm not, I'm not excited about Chachamim's Takanot. Like this, I'm not, you listen to him. The Gomorrah says, Mike could go to give us, what are, you, what are you talking about? He said, Gonzo. The Gomorrah says, Amarav. Right? We already learned this Gomorrah before. This was on Daf Nun Chet. He said, Amarav, Amarav, Yecholai Isha, remember a woman who's a wealthy woman, who's earned a lot of money, can say to her husband, it's all very nice that you're supposed to support me, I'm going to give you my earnings. But you know what? I'll keep my earnings and you don't have to support me. Rashi gives two examples of it. One could be because she earns so much money that it's much worth, much more than what he will give her. And it's quite, oh, a woman doesn't want to work. She says, you know what? I know that I should give you my earnings. So, you know, don't bother supporting me. I'll make means, I'll make it on my happen. That you could, even though those takanot were actually for her. Chani made those takanot to look after her in case she wouldn't have enough money to live on. Right? And it's very say. So, I don't understand. If a woman can say that, why she already married? So, yeah, yeah, it seems that even when a woman's married, she can say, I don't want your money. 
So then why would it make a difference over here when the guy says to his wife, I don't want your assets, that only when, he, when, they, when they're engaged and not when they're married, why can't he even say it when they're married already? If she can say, I don't want your takkodot chachamim to help me when I'm married, why can't he say to her as well, when I'm, we said a moment ago, that when can he do this ANC like we explained? And before they get married, right? So what's the Amr Abayah? Nesua yado ke yada. Abayah says no. Because once they're married, so yado ke yada. What do you mean yado ke yada? I skipped a few Rashis. It's the third last, like second widest lines. Not the very wide lines, the second widest lines. Kanom yado. No, sorry, not the right Rashi. Kanom yado. Sorry, fifth lines at the top there. Yado ke yada. Vrehu ke shutaf bahin. They're already partners once they get married. They've already got a right in that asset. They came on Chenechasim Shelo. And since they're his, it becomes like the partners in that Mishnah which we saw over there, how Melech later on in the Gemara. Tariq Lashon Matana. There you now, once you're partners, you have to give it away with the Lashon Matana. Fain Mo'il Ba Lashon Didut Varim. And Didut Varim just saying, listen, I don't want anything to do with this. That Didut is not, not constantly giving away anymore. So that's why that was the first answer. Right, Rava Amar, Rava says a different reason, he says even more so, he says, Yado Adifem Yada. He says, in a case like this, he says, Yado Adifem Yada. He says, yeah, once they're already married, he's got the upper hand. Right, so it's not even their partners, he's like the senior partner. So the Gemara says like this, just on the, on the point of, 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 of this argument here between Rava and Abaya, the Gemara says, Nafkamina Lishomer Yaba. Rashi points out, that the Kramite didn't do it right with regards to our sugya, there's no real machlok between Rabbi and Abai. They both agree that the husband, once they're married, has got a right in the Yerusha, in the, in, the, in the assets, and therefore he becomes like a partner and he can't just give it away. Ashur Matana. The real nafkamina is with regards to the Shumrit Rabbi Machlok the other day. We saw a couple of Dafagat Rima Hidden Bet Shammai. When uh, uh, Shumrit Yabam inherits something, Bet Shammai said they split it. Remember between the husband and the father? And Behil said, no, it depends on what types of assets were. He says, there, that's the nafkamina. They're not ready to ask sugya. But everybody agrees that once they're already married, the husband is a partner in the assets. And therefore, just saying, I don't want them isn't a lashon. He has to actually give it away with a lashon matana. That's the detail, the mamash, the deal we're busy with now. So what's the question? And the question, not on our sugya and our mishnah, the question is now on those three partners over there, which we saw, where their partners use the lashon of Din Vadran say Andy Al Sadeh or Andy Asekba or Vyadaim Sulekit, but I don't want this, etc. He says, What happens if Bailehu Kanomiya Doma? What if he did a Masek Kingdom with an actual with a, with a Sudai lifted up a, a, a handkerchief or something? To the proper Masek Kingdom, he said, Listen, I don't want any of that stuff. I'm making a Masek Kingdom on it. Yeah, I'm making a Kingdom. I don't want any of those things. Does that help? Would a Masek Kingdom help what he said? So Amrav Yosef said, No. Rabbi Yosef says that the Masek Kinyan just strengthens what his words were. And what, did, what were his words? We said at the beginning, Lo Amar Klum, as if his words were meaningless. So says, says Rabbi Yosef, all the Masek Kinyan is doing is just strengthening the words. And the words are meaningless. So it's a strengthening of the meaningless words. Right? Rav Nachman says no. Rav says Migufa shel karka kanomiado. Rav Nachman says no. Migufa shel karka is a masikinian and it works. So comes along Abaya. I said I don't know if you remember. We had a couple of days ago. We had quite an interesting situation with Rav and Rav, with Abaya and Rav Yosef. We saw that Rav and Yosef had an argument, which is not uncommon. We always see Abaya arguing with Rav Yosef. But we saw Abaya suddenly 
Abaya really went to town. Remember, we got Rav Yosef Baram Yumi involved, and they sent it away to a few different opinions. And, and Abaya Abba dug his heels in. Now, if the Gemara is in chronological order of time, it seems like Abaya has a bit of truth over here. I'm Abaya. Abaya is like this. Mistabra milted Rav Yosef. I seem to agree with what Rav Yosef says. Right? But he limits it slightly. He says, what does Rav Yosef, when Rav Yosef said that it's really meaningless, that is Ba'orer. What's Ba'orer? If the guy uh, said, I don't want it, and immediately afterwards he came and changed his mind, he said, no, 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 he said, no, you know what, I actually have any second thoughts. Right, he said, listen, I just said those, I don't want to argue with you, but really I don't want to, I'm keeping my stakes. Then the master Kenya was meaningless. But if he was waiting, if for Omed, what does Rashi say? He waited, but he waited a day or two. And then he changed his mind. Because now, a few days later, he suddenly changed his mind. He said, no, I actually want to keep my stake in that. Look at Rashi. It's like somebody went and said, what are you, sugar? You walked away from that farm, you walked away from that building, you walked away from that business, what are you mad? Someone taught him to go, and, and now comes along Abai and says, wait a second, in a case like that, so then the Master Kenyan seemed to work. He says, then, then once the guy said, listen, I don't want it, and he has a Master Kenyan, if he took a few days to change his mind, then it means that he really, his real intention when he did it was to give it away. If straight away he changed his mind, then the Master Kenyan was meaningless. Right, Amar Ameimar, Ameimar Paschus Alocha, not like Rabbi Yosef. Ameimar says Hilchotim Megufashel Karke Kanomiyadu. Ameimar says Alocha says by Rabbi Nachman that if you did a Masik Kinyan under all circumstances, the Masik Kinyan seems to work. So Amar of Ashila Ameimar, so Ashi says to Ameimar, but Orer or but Omed says when you say that that's a Kanobiyadu, are you saying it's a Kanobiyadu even if he if he changed his mind immediately? Or only Ba'omed, like Abai explained of Yosef. So Ravashi says, the mind of Kenya, what's the difference? I don't, I don't see the difference. So I say, what's the difference if you look at Rabbi Yosef? Because Rabbi Yosef seems to say that it's only uh, if he changed his mind immediately. Sorry, it's only if he waited a while that we said that it worked. If he changed his mind straight away, we said the mask was meaningless. So Ravashi says, so, so uh, Amaymra says, Losh merely, I've never heard of that. And the Gemara explains, Klomar. Lost really, I don't think I buy into that. Doesn't make a difference to me. He says the master Kenyan always works. And according to Maymar, even if he changed his mind immediately, it wouldn't help. It would be a done deal. Okay? Were you with me up until now? Okay. So Mishnah now, the Gemara got back to ask the Mishnah. We had in the very third lines of the Mishnah. We said, I don't do that. We said, still eat. Right, the imeta yoshai. Then he inherits the word. Said, "Imkain lama katav la dinut varim." And he must what he wrote it for. He must say, "Shi machra unetana kayam." If he sold it to get resume, it would be okay. That's why. But really, eating, he can eat it. And the yoshit. The word picks up over here and says, "Imkain lama lama." So he must have a taimelei. Why don't we say to him, "Mikol milei slikad nafshach." It wasn't just from uh, from uh, from. Could we said over here? that the only thing he's abandoning his rights to is that if she sells it, he can't complain about the sale. Which I don't understand. The guy said, 
How come we don't say he's abandoned all these rights? Now look at Rashi over here. That he can mistalek. We see already that, we, that he can remove himself from certain rights. Why has he removed himself from everything? So Gemara says like this. Amar Abaya, Yad Balashtar ala Tachtona. The Yad Balashtar, who's the Yad Balashtar? The woman. Maybe he gives the woman a star. And now he wants to do, he comes along to eat the fruits, whatever, and she says to him, no, 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 you can't eat the fruits, you told me, uh, Andy, but not so, you don't even do my assets. So she slips out her star. Now the star, look at Rashi Aviyah, anybody who brings out a star on something that's established, you could only claim what's clearly written into the star. Now the star isn't clear. Just a bland statement, a general statement of the star. It's open to interpretation, in other words, not very clear. We give the star the least amount of teeth that it could have. So we now go to the lowest possible claim that a person can have based on the star. Can we say if the star isn't clear, then the star, we can only interpret it as, as, as finely as possible. To reduce the element of the star, the strength of the star, to the least possible claim. The ishto. He says now a husband, as a rule, has got based on three claims to his wife's assets. The next time look. What are they? to eat the fruits to benefit from the fruits. Velirash to inherit. and if she would sell it, the deal is a cancelled deal, right? That's the normal. That's three other things that we got. The this woman brings out the star to her husband, she says, listen, you have the star, and what did you write here? And it's a Lashon Siluku. It means you removed yourself from our, from from Nechassim. husband says, you're right, you're right, it's Lashon Siluk. But it's not a total Siluk, it just says, it's not a total Siluk, it's the lowest level uh, siluk. The Zohi and the Gemara decides what is the lowest level siluk? Mechira, your right to sell. As long as you haven't told me, I want to eat. Now, I would say, I would, if you had asked me, right, what is the lowest level siluk? I wouldn't have said sale because sale's gone forever. Once she sells, it's gone, right? I actually thought that I've got no, I'm, I'm giving up my rights to eat, but not my rights to sell, your rights to sell, and not the rights to inherit. I want to still inherit, and I want to still keep it, you can't sell it, but I'm happy not to eat it, maybe. But what seems to understand, the lowest level here is selling. Now, I don't mind if you sell. And we'll see the Gemara, why not? So that's what the Gemara said, and that's why, because the star wasn't a Mephura star, it was a Satum star, right? We, we, we narrowed down, the rights of the star, and we said, all I gave up was my rights, and if you want to sell, I'm happy for you to sell. So let's look in the Gemara now. So Gemara says, because So the Gemara says, like I said, maybe it's actually from the fruit that he's, if we're agreeing that down, one of the things he's giving up. 
out of those three rocks. They said it's the fruit. You want to eat the fruit? Look at Rashi. You want to eat that? That's the lowest level of Arba. If she's going to sell, she's going to sell, she's going to inherit. She would die when he's alive. But tell me, he would want, he wants to cancel the sale and sell it. And Rabbi says, no. Why is that not the case? Rabbi, putzina tav mikara. What's putzina tav mikara? Right, look at Rashi. Butzina delatk is a small pumpkin. And kara is a delatk, a big pumpkin. Someone says to your friend, yeah, take a small delatk from our garden. Or you can wait if you want to get big ashi yigdalu. Says Rashi, the kach. Right, kach. I'm sorry, we can't do it. Take it immediately. So the person says, just, you can have a small pumpkin now, if you want to get bigger, the advice is taken now while it's small. Why? That will happen tomorrow. Maybe the animals come and eat it. Maybe it will go froth. Maybe someone else will take it. Bird in the hand is birth through the bush. That's basically what they're going to say. So to over here, she, he wants to eat because why eating something which is frequent? And who knows if she'll ever sell? She might never sell. That's why I said, you want to sell, sell. People, as a rule, especially time of Chazal, we see through their minds, people don't sell unless they really need the money. You don't sell. So the chance was, you're not going to sell. That's why it's happening to give up the right to sell. So says, okay, you're right. You convince me that it's not, that this, it's not para. But maybe that would be Yerusha. Maybe he, he, he said that he still, he, he doesn't, he's given up the right to Yerusha. So he says, no, death is something which happens. See, we don't want to give up the death of the right to Yerusha so quickly. Because the chance was, she could die. Sale is not something which is so common. She probably won't sell it. Right? So when people give up their rights, they usually give up rights to things which don't happen so quickly. Things that, ha- that, that tend to happen, they don't give up their rights to. Therefore, that she, that he, death, he doesn't want to give up their right to because if she dies, <coughs> a good shot, she'll die. 50%, I suppose, people die. Ravashi Amrai goes like the Bible says, B'nichsayich, what do you mean B'nichsayich? That's the last one. He says, just, I, I, when the guy says to her, do not worry, he's in the goof, but the parrot I still want. And he says, well, it also was it mean, but after you did. I guess a couple of ways looking at it, that's what the Quran understands, that the lower level here would be, uh, would be the selling, but he still wants the rights to eat it. Now we saw in the Mishnah, you know, who says he eats pure pear? Then we saw in the Mishnah scripture at Rabbi Yudah. The Mishnah said over here, Lo'olam, even though the Mishnah said, uh, he said over here, Ain li benichsaich ube pear otehen, Arezi ain ochel pear pechayeya, and if she does, he's your esha. Rabbi Yudah said, no, he carries on eating the pure pear until he writes the inventory, he says like this, Ain li benichsaich ube pear otehen, your fruits ube pear pear, and the fruits of the fruits at Olam. And if you write that, you always carry on eating. So we want to understand Rabbi Yudah. So the word says, Tarabanan, firstly, what is Pire Peirot? We haven't defined that yet, right? We've got Peirot. Now suddenly we've got Pire, the fruits of the fruits. So Gemara brings a brighter, Tarabanan. Eluhain Peirot, Eluhain Pire Peirot. Okay, the Gemara says there's Pire Peirot and there is Peirot. So what is Pire Peirot? Peirot. She brought in land and from there there was income, there was fruits. Hooray, those are called Pire and Peirot. Now, Machar Peirot, they sold the fruits. And with the fruits, Lakach Mechad bought other lands. And those new lands, Vastar Peirot, Harehain Pirei Peirot. That's like the next generation. So you had a building and you got rental income. And for that building, you bought another building and you got rental income. The rental income from the second building is called Pirei Peirot. 
from the first building is called Peirot. If you bought another building from the Peirot to the second building, it would be called Pirei, the Pirei Peirot. You with me? Right? That's what it means. So now the Quran says, Kasha is after the Bible. You buy a Lehu, according to Rabbi Yehuda, when he said there, you have to write into the star, Pirei Peirot, Ada Olam. So he says, Pirei Peirot, Dafka. Right? Or Dilma, Ad Olam Dafka. Can you just write Pirei Peirot? Is that enough? Please start looking at Pirei Peirot. Pirei the Pirei Peirot. Below, by you have to write actually words Ad Olam. If you just wrote Pirei Peirot, then Ad Olam. Below, can you Pirei Peirot? Below, start with Pirei Peirot. Do you have to write or be specific? Do you have to write Pirei Peirot, or maybe you have to write Ad Olam, or maybe or Dilma Matarai? Have to write into the star Pirei Pirei Peirot and Ad Olam Dafka. So we say, let's try and work out now what's going on. If it was just Pire Peirot, so why did Rabbi Yehuda mention Adolam Lamedi? Why did he mention Asi Adolam? So right, let's look at Rashi, let me tell you what you need. You don't need it. Why did he write it? So he says, what do we learn from here? Kevin, the cut of the Pire Peirot, command the cut of Adolam Damid. Pire Peirot seems to be enough. And that's why he wrote it. Pire Peirot means it also implies that if you write Adolam. So that seems to be enough. Empty to the Adolam Dafka. But maybe you want to say around. Maybe it's just Adolam that you have to write. So then Pirei Peirot, why did he mention here Pirei Peirot? He wants to say, Kamash Jesus, other way around. The Afrika, the Katav la Pirei Peirot, I Katav la Adolam, in Ilo Lo. He said, if you wrote Pirei Peirot, without Adolam, it wouldn't be good enough. Right? So it seems like you actually need both. So he said, okay, empty through my Tarvayu Dafka. So it seems like maybe we need both. So Tart Lamedi, why do we need both? He says, Chichu, we need both. Why do we need both? If you just wrote the words Pirate Pirate, never wrote Adolam forever. What do we think? Amina Pirate Pirate, who the lo Achil? About Pira, the Pirate Pirate Achil. Right? If I never wrote Adolam forever, and I just wrote Pirate Pirate, I think, okay, it's only the Pirate Pirate that I can't eat. But Pirate, the Pirate Pirate, those I would be able to eat. So if I bought a second building, and then there was income from that second building, right? That would be called Pirei de Pirei, right? And then I bought a third building, that would be Pirei de Pirei de Pirei. That income I could use. That's why we had to write Adolam. It's not just the second generation of income, even the third generation I can't use. And we never wrote Pirei Peirot. I would think that really it's the payroll that I can't eat. That's why I need it all. Okay, so basically by putting in Pirei Peirot Adolam, we cover the whole gamut of not being able to touch the fruit whatsoever. Another question, Trabiud. If I lay you... Will this also apply to like sheep? Sheep's sheep? Yeah, yeah, anything. Look, now sheep's... Sheep's sheep, that's an interesting question. One second, the aircon's gone off here, one second. Sheep's sheep, sheep. Uh, we, we said that the payroll here is, uh, we, we, we had a machloket the other day, or yeah, sheep... Are sheep also called kerim? Because maybe if there was a machloket tanaim, if we say that sheep, sheep are kerim, because maybe the mother might die, maybe the machloket will choshesh le kerim or not. So I don't know about that. Let me tell you about machloket. 
So we'd say that would be told by Machlokes. I suppose, according to the side of the people that said that sheep might be a carrot, uh, but according to the other side of the Machlokes, you said that sheep would be a period. Apparently, would apply to sheep as well. Yeah. Okay, he buy like a tabla, dinut varim. He wrote like this into the star. Any benich sayich or be pre apayot. Never wrote at olam. Just said any benich sayich or be pre apayot. She never wrote at olam. Just said benich sayich and pre apayot. So it seems like the capital and the pre apayot. The second of the mahu. She yochal payot me pre apayot. Can you now eat the third generation of income? So sorry, so sorry, mahu. Uh, she mayu she yochal peri peri peirot salik nafshe me pire lo salik nafshe. Is it only the third generation he see won't have, but the actual pire, the first generation, he will be able to eat, or deal with me call me salik nafshe, or maybe he said no completely because never is alulam was an apshita to me call me salik nafshe. It seems that's for everything. Why? Dear mark me pire peirot salik nafshe me pire lo salik nafshe. If you say it's only from the period, period, the second generation, but from the first generation of income, uh, 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 so then if he ate the first generation of income, then how's he ever going to be a second generation of income? If you all, you're not going to have money to left over to go and buy another field to have second generation income. With me? Clear? Right? So what's that not a good answer? That's not a good answer. Why? Well, the time according to the Hadith 9, Rabbi Yudom there, Right, Rabbi Yudah says always that, uh, that he can eat Pire Peirot. He says, so how would it work? He says, Where would he get Peirot from? He says, no, you don't have the leftovers. You don't use every bit of fruit to go and buy a new field with. You use most of it. And the leftovers you could eat. Okay? Then we saw Rabbi Shimon Gamliel said, that you always can eat because Anadam Matneal Masha Katub Bat Torah. And you can't make it nuggets going to the Torah. It's much like this. I'm Rav. So Rav says, Halachakam Shimon Gamliel. And he says, if he loma time, but not because of his reasons. So Shimon Gamliel said that he might, if she does, he's Yerushenu because Anadam Matneal. Rav says, Halachakam Shimon Gamliel. He does Yoresh, but not because of Anadam Matneal Masha Katub Bat Torah. Rabbi Lomitame. So the Gemara says, What do you mean? What do you mean? Then the Lokad Lakim no Vigodik Tame. Ilan made Alakakabi Shuven Gamliel. If you didn't tell Lokadakabi Shuven Gamliel, the Amar Imaita Irashena, that if she does, he inherits him. The love me Tame, not because of his reason, the Ilrash Bagsabar, Matnea Maskul Vatarat, no Batel. Because Rabbi Shuven Gamliel thinks that it's a Matnea Maskul Vatarat. But Rav says, no, Rav says, Savart no kayam, ready me the writer that no kayam. So how come it doesn't work out yet? So Rav says, Shatabal Durabanan, Chavimasuch Yizuk, Yibahem Yotem Yishel Torah. says, ready, if you made a tnai, the tnai me the writer would work. Just Chachamim of the opinion that me Durabanan, they say that there's still the Yerusha, and the because it's the Rabbanan, the Rabbanan overrides the Tanai of the, on, 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 the, on the Torah. Therefore, with the writer, it would work the Tanai. With the Rabbanan, we don't allow the Tanai to work.